Hello, welcome back to my podcast, English A1. My name is Leonard Vega, and I am originally from Lima, Peru, in South America. And、uh, today's podcast is about something that I have just recently experienced, which is very, very close to my heart, which is very, very personal and intimate. As you might have already,、um, you know, found out in one of my prior podcasts, I talked about. My being a transgender、uh, woman,、um, although to some people I may not look like one, or you know already, but you know I'm still in the process of becoming one, and I think that which is <clears throat> a lot more relevant and important here is how you mentally and psychologic psychologically、um, uh, take yourself in and 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 see yourself. And how you present yourself to, you know, your surroundings and the people around you. Well, I feel like a woman. I think that I should have been born a woman. And since I was a、um, little kid, I've always struggled with my identity. And when I was perhaps five or six, I would, you know,、um, look at my mom, how she would、um, put on makeup, how she would, you know,、uh, put on her、uh, nylon socks. You know, dark black socks. My mother had very beautiful, you know, wide legs. And when I saw her, how she got dressed when I was five or six, I would literally, you know,、uh, like die to, you know, try on the same clothes and accessories that she would wear. And well, that that's somehow. How I saw my external world, you know, and of course, I was a little boy, and I was not supposed to, you know, put on my mom's clothes or put on my mother's heels and things like that. So for quite a long time, my parents were in denial, although they already knew, of course, that their firstborn son, me,、uh, was actually. Different from the standard、um, male boys, and I would not really fit in in a specific, you know,、uh, group of male boys who used to be a lot tougher and ruder and stronger than I was, for obvious reasons.、Um, I remember that there was a program on TV uh, which was uh, hosted by Yola Polastri, which. Uh, was a TV show、uh, intended for 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 kids and、uh, Yola Polastri, who is a very well known、um, show woman, singer, and actress.、Uh, back in the、uh, late seventies and early eighties, had this TV show on Channel Four, which was a national, you know,、uh, channel in my country, that broadcast, you know, these.、Um, Um, programs for 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 kids. You know there were different numbers and, and dance numbers and sketches and things like that. And I was really you know、uh, excited about the show every single Saturday. And I was drawn to you know the the wigs, the colorful wigs and costumes, and the choreographies and how the girls danced and moved and how quick they changed. Clothes and stuff like that, and I remembered that because obviously I had very very short hair when I was a little kid, 
perhaps I was like nine or eight, more or less, uh, I would put on towels on over my head to pretend that it was really long hair. And I really loved my, you know, quote, motion, full of motion hair when I put on the towel uh, over my head. So it was kind of fun, you know, but I remember that I would grab, you know, uh, a wooden, you know, spoon and pretend that it was a microphone and I would, you know, um, lip sync to uh, the uh, this artist's uh, songs and I would stand up on my parents' bed, which was big enough for me not to, you know, flip over. And I would just pretend that I was on my show and singing the songs and stuff like that. But um, I remember that once my dad, and one of those days where I was like performing, my dad would, you know, uh, actually came into the room and he caught me, you know, uh, with the towel over my head. And I was like, you know, doing my dance moves and uh, evidently and obviously he was pretty upset. So he reprimanded me and he always, you know, uh, disliked it when I, you know, performed, you know, uh, in secrecy, you know, in my parents' uh, bedroom. So for years I would do that, you know, hiding from them, you know, because somehow by the reaction of my dad, I would think that it was inadequate, inappropriate, and I was not supposed to do that. So for years and years and years, you know, I would obviously, um, you know, re relate to girls and, you know, uh, femininity and stuff like that. And, but of course, because I did not want to upset my parents, I would just, you know, um, repress myself and hide it and keep it myself. Um, to make a story short, you know, um, now that I am almost 42 years old, um, and I am living in, you know, on my own, uh, away from my parents in one of my podcasts, I did also explain how the relationship between my mother and I, you know, has nurtured and has evolved and we have become a lot more tolerant and accepting towards each other, uh, and towards, you know, protective towards each other. And uh, a couple of days ago, we went shopping because we, you know, today is my nephew's uh, birthday, his, um, his fifth uh, birthday. So a couple of days ago, we got together, we went to this mall to get my nephew, you know, a few presents. And uh, well, you know, we were there like shopping with my auntie, my sister, her husband, and their two beautiful kids. And, uh, well, I just asked my sister, hey, why don't we just go inside, you know, this, um, you know, makeup store? I would like to get myself a few things. So we go in and here comes in my mom. And I was just, you know, taking a look at the products, the beauty products, you know, powder and mascara and lip, lip gloss and things like that. And then for the first time in my 42 years, almost 42, my mother approaches me and uh, says, why don't you try this one? You know, I think this goes, you know, perfectly <clears throat> with your skin tone. And I was like, like, is this for real? You know, is this really happening? Am I dreaming? And then my mom would also hand me, you know, different, you know, um, you know, animals and, you know, 
uh, for my nails and uh, makeup and powder and things like that. And she would even suggest uh, that I buy um, a specific brand of makeup, which works perfectly for her. And it was like, wow, I cannot believe it because my mother, she obviously comes from a totally highly conservative, you know, um, background. And for me to, to live that kind of acceptance from my mother was very, very meaningful and really important. You know, we needed no words to, to, to say anything else. It was just her attitude and, and her being understanding and her being part of my, you know, transition. Uh, and with that kind of detail and, you know, behavior, she just told me everything that sometimes we were with words, we cannot totally express, you know, and I finally felt fully accepted. And, you know, later on uh, at home, when we already got there, you know, I was getting ready to, you know, go and pick up some plants for my garden that same afternoon. And I took a shower and then I, you know, wanted to put on some makeup. And it was my mom who would, uh, who, who came into the room and, and, and told me, uh, why don't you try this? No, you should do it like this and like this. So she was like giving me instructions on how to put on makeup on my face, how to make it uh, look a little bit more natural. And, and so it was like, you know, I, I, I would have never fathomed this, you know, um, experience, this moment with my mother, you know, she was right there, you know, something that I had always wanted to happen, me being a, that little girl or that little 15 year, year old girl, you know, sometimes who becomes a woman and is presented in society in the Latin American country with the famous uh, quinceañera party, you know, I was like really hungry for that kind of experience with my mother who would, you know, would always protect me, but I wanted that from her, you know, and I would crave uh, for that. And, uh, and finally, at this point in my life, I can finally say how it feels and it feels really, really beautiful. You know, it, it, it was a very special moment that I will always nourish.